0: Hi, I'm John. And I'm Colin. And I'm Ron Burgundy. This is Hold Up. This is the show where we talk about movies from long ago and not so long ago and see if they hold up. People call me the Bryman. I'm the stylish one of
1: the group. I know what you're asking yourself and the answer is yes. I have a nickname for my penis. It's called the Octagon. They also nickname my testes. My left one is James Westfield. My right one is Dr. Kenneth Noisewater. You ladies play your cards right. You just might get to meet the whole gang. I'm Brick Tanland. People seem to like me because I'm
2: polite and I am rarely late. I like to eat ice cream and I really enjoy a nice pair of slacks. Years later, a doctor will tell me that I have an IQ of 48 and what some people call mentally retarded.
0: Champ here. I'm all about having fun. You know, get a couple of cocktails in me, start a fire in someone's kitchen, maybe go to SeaWorld, take my pants off. Anyway, I kind of known for my catchphrase, whammy, as in Gene Tennant's at the plate. Whammy! Whammy! (laughs) To the theme song, whammy!
1: Guy rockets in flight.
0: Afternoon delight. You guys have it, I think. Afternoon delight. I don't know, Ron. That sounds kind of crazy. Sounds like you have mental problems, man. Yeah, you got mental problems, man. Yeah, it really does, man. Afternoon delight.
2: It is Anchor Man, not Anchor Lady, and that is a
1: scientific fact, huh? I don't know what we're yelling about. Oh, it's a deep burn. Oh, so deep. You have an absolutely breathtaking mind.
0: Brick killed the guy. Did you throw a trident? Yeah, there were horses and a man on fire, and I killed a guy with a trident.
1: It's terrible! She has beautiful eyes, and her hair smells like cinnamon! Mm Mm-hmm. LOUD NOISES! I'm very important. Uh, I have many leather-bound books, and my apartment smells of rich mahogany. (laughs) I'll
0: give this little cookie an hour before we're doing the no pants dance. Time to musk up.
2: Smells like Bigfoot's dick!
0: All right. Go fuck yourself, San Diego. How's it going, everybody? Anchorman, the legend of Ron Burgundy before all you San Diegans, whatever they call them in this, get mad that I, because I don't really hate you all. I love you all in San Diego. Just Ron Burgundy said that in the movie. It's a quote. You can't get mad at me. Um, 2004... We're coming at you with one of Will Ferrell's uh, biggest, I think, um, that just crushed people's minds in the somewhat early stages of his career post-Saturday Night Live. Or maybe he was still in SNL when this came out. Interesting to think about, but brought to you by some of the wild minds from Saturday Night Live. Uh, Adam McKay directing, uh, written by Mr. McKay and Will Ferrell, produced Judd Apatow, We have Mr. Farrell himself, Christina Applegate, Paul Rudd, Steve Carell, David Cochner, Fred Willard, uh, other faces too like uh, Danny Trejo makes a little bit of an appearance here, Fred Armisen, uh, Vince Vaughn, uh, what's his name from our old school movie? Tim Robbins makes a thing, Mr. McKay himself, Judd Apatow himself, Seth Rogen does some little um, peeking in here, and Jack Black is a crazy dog-kicking motorcyclist. Did you get Fred Armiston? I said yes. Did I say again. Fred Willard I mean, as Vin, well? You
1: said Vince Vaughn too, I think, yeah. Catherine Hahn. Everyone's in
0: this. Danny Pernell, Every Like the whole cast, like you, you, even May Ben Weldon? Stiller. Yeah, Ben oh, Stiller. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, that's who I forgot. Plays yeah. the, so, like, you say a name. Spanish news guy. And they're in it. That's it. That's how this movie works. (laughs) Anchorman. Um, It's pretty great. 94 minutes runtime made me feel real nice and happy in my bottom area. Um, Because this movie, (laughs) I was terribly scared. That it was going to be so skit-based that it would have no semblance of story, flow, anything like that. Uh, I think definitely I was terrified because that is Anchorman 2. That movie has nothing running through it. It is just joke, 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 skit, skit, skit. So um, that was my fear. But other than that, Anchorman, going back to the 04 days, uh, I would have laughed heartily, heartily at this movie because... um, this was new days-ish for me back in the day of watching Will Ferrell do his thing which is now commonplace and what we'd expect but this was like early days of that stuff so Anchorman hit real hard when it came out what's your guys uh, history on the man of anchoring
2: Uh, I don't have a lot of history with it I saw it, this is another one I saw after everyone else was quoting it and didn't fucking know what they were talking about Uh, no no real memorable uh, experience for me
1: I probably, you found
0: yourself buying many leather-bound books and having rich mahogany leather uh, furniture without knowing why.
1: Yes, yes, Can and I
0: do love scotch. Scotchy, scotch, scotch.
1: I, I I saw this like I've seen this probably four or five times for sure. I always yep. I always enjoyed it. Um, there's there's such a great cast of uh, funny funny people who who've gone on to great success um, after either being in this for as a cameo or like so Mm. many recognizable faces that got, got bigger after this came out, including uh, I think at the time was uh, plays Michael Scott. He plays brick. Steve Carell. I mean, Steve Steve Carell blew up right immediately after this movie with the office. He got the office and, uh, then Became a household a little name
0: Sunshine, too. I think, uh, he, yeah, he got that, that
1: in the first season of uh, our um, but yeah, that movie he's great in, too. But yeah, like everybody blew up, afterwards.
2: but that movie's such a departure, too. Like, think about Steve yeah. Carell in that, right? Like, he's like this comic actor, he's like part of one of those great um improv workshops with like a bunch of other names, right? Yeah, and then he gets like that's that's a movie early in his career, I mean. That's very lucky, also to be given that. But he's also good enough that he can um, show his chops right there. Yeah. he should be doing.
1: He should be doing so many more things like that instead of kind of. I don't know, like what he's doing now. Like I, I love. The size of that. Well, he Whoa. did
2: Foxcatcher and shit like that. Yeah,
0: like, and Fox he did catcher, the news, the news show too, where he was the more serious. Uh, well, and or, show or whatever. Yeah, he was also yeah. the. Yeah,
1: he's really the villain in that show. I mean, he's a. He was good in. He that. is. He's very good, Correll, in the
0: newsroom. I'll watch anything with Correll. I think he's just got that that fucking charisma shit going on. He can play uh, straight. He can play funny, and he can play brick. Yeah brick killed a guy i think i think brick is <laughs> <You> shit <should've>
1: a hammer <laughs> i think brick is the only character in this movie where i laugh almost every time he speaks or is on screen there are some other characters yeah. they there's some dead spots in this movie and some skittish stuff for sure as john was saying he thought it was going to be more like that um it's not but there is a lot of that in the movie still
0: um. Yeah, there, there, there is a semblance of a story here that follows in 1974, Mr. Ron Burgundy, when anchor people were uh, just all the rage in whatever towns and small markets that you were in. So they are in the San Diego market. Ron Burgundy leads up the number one news team, uh, but through trials, tribulations and challenges and damn affirmative action uh, and uh, what do they call diversity. That's what they put it all under. They bring in Miss Veronica Corningstone to be a reporter on the team and the men on the team don't like that, but they got to deal with it. And then thanks to Jack Black drop kicking Will Ferrell's dog off a bridge, Veronica gets her chance to go on cam and be the um, anchor woman Um, and they end up pairing them together and there's some love and there's some craziness and will Ron get his mojo back as anchorman and will Veronica also find some measure of success? After torpedoing Ron's uh career a little bit.
1: Baxter. Oh, yeah, poor Baxter. Uh he, he, but got, he makes sense. He so. got punted like big time by Tony totally Black. Uh yeah. I do I, I would say that I I think this movie as short as it is could be shorter. <laughs> the I would take <laughs> well, out... the thing first thing I noticed is they have all of this voiceover in the beginning of the movie setting up the seventies and um, how it's male-dominated and misogynistic and the news and everything. I would have cut that out, all of that out. It's probably about two or three minutes of the credits. I would just take the credits right out of the beginning of this movie and start when they introduce the news team. I feel like that's a way snappier and smarter opening, and we get everything we need. We don't need people to explain the the misogyny and how the '70s was a different time. We see it and feel it in the movie. Everybody's smoking. The men treat women very badly, like sex objects. We don't need anyone explaining this in the beginning of the movie to us. It's it's it's. I think it's counterproductive for the movie.
0: Yeah, I, most of the it's self-explanatory, the right? You
1: don't. I would just take out yeah. all of the voiceover. It, I think it's you don't need it. I
0: think it was. It's not done, and I don't. I didn't think it was done in a way to like. I thought it was almost a spoof that they included it because they have that voiceover. They have voiceover at the end. They have Veronica with her own internal monologue voiceover as well. Once. They which do that also, once, though, and they never yeah, do Yeah, which is also once and then is also a little bit unnecessary as well as, as some voiceover can be. So I was kind of torn on the voiceover in this, I felt it was like really unnecessary as well, but then also not super funny to like fill a gap of being put in for humor or to, as a throwback or something. So, no. yeah, I kind I of don't agree mind with calling on that. I
2: don't mind it bookending mm-hmm. though, as the, as the, um, reporter guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I'm, I'm not saying that it's necessary in the movie. I'm just saying that concept works for me as far as voiceover goes, because again, it's a narration or, an, or a news reporter, Doing this story, right? It's like
1: a documentary. Yeah, I would. I Almost. Yeah. So him. So him <laughs>
2: speaking makes sense as as a narrator, but any other voiceover, we don't need it. And I mean, we don't really need that. It's just it. There is a a rationalization behind it. I. Suppose, I would leave it. Other stuff
1: doesn't. I would matter. have left it just at the mm. end because it doesn't matter that you hadn't heard it before. The ending it wraps everything up, and I like that the way that it did that. But I would remove yeah. it in anywhere else. in the, And I would just take the credits out. Like cre- the credits, I feel like really slow down the beginning of the movie. Like just boom, like the news team, here they are. They all like do their little thing at the beginning to introduce them. So I think that's just a way better, snappier opening. It gets you, sucks you into the movie quick. And uh, you just start following this crazy, this crazy news team.
2: No, I love that when it opens up on the news introduction. Is that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. It just opens yeah. with each guy. Yeah, that's intro. the best way because then, like, you're watching. You start by watching the news. It's great.
0: Yeah, yeah. It would fit. It would fit really. It would well. just pick, pick up. Pick up the pace. a huge miss there. Actually, I think. Hey. Yeah.
1: yeah. Definitely. Like a missed opportunity. And uh, I'm trying
0: to think of actually like what was in the opening other like before the news it, team. It was, was it was, like it, was crad- it was a
2: bunch of clips of of um 70s. of him doing the I love Scotch scotchy scotchy oh, Scotch stuff and behind and the he's scenes. He's like, hey, yeah, you, and it, you and it had shouldn't wear a bra next time or whatever.
1: Yeah, and then it had the narration talking over the top yeah, of it about right. how he's a news guy in the San Diego area. It's just like, why are we explaining this? <laughs> Let's just watch it. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, I that mean could be gone. Th-
0: there's not doesn't uh, thankfully there's nothing complicated in this film. It's all pretty it's all pretty on the surface for what we got to go for and get through. So
2: yeah, but uh, you got to like I think this movie has the type of humor that you really want it to be quick and snappy, right? Because it is it's like fast um, intended, I think, right? Yeah, but when you slow yeah. it down with that stuff. Like Colin said, like it's a short movie, but it feels like it should be even shorter.
0: Yeah, because the story is is so simple. Yeah, you yeah, would kind and of. The
2: humor needs requires you to be quick with it, right? You can't stay into these things. And like when you read about this movie, you find out. I mean, in looking at it, these guys are all like really talented improv actors. Yep, and so obviously they're improving a lot of their lines, and I think, quite frequently when that happens there's like more trouble as far as cutting goes, right? Yeah,
0: you can't edit because you you lose the flow, you lose the story, you lose the tie togethers. You make some great jokes, but then you're like, fuck, how are we going to transition from him saying this to this cut where we don't have him in the right reaction and he's saying something unrelated even though that's really funny. Like I think, that, that's maybe where the second one went more wrong where they they couldn't pull it together. they just totally went nuts with just joke just joke and, and in, in this at least they had something to tie together in the story but that that does not mean that even at 94 minutes some of the stuff runs long and goes goes like too far in in non-funny ways sometimes Yeah
1: it's the jokes that once like uh, when he meets one of the first problems was when he meets uh, Christina Applegate that goes on too long he 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 has like there's five or six jokes in there about his awkwardness and his his the way he talks to women and treats them about their heinies and stuff you don't you don't need five or six jokes you just need one joke where he's inappropriate and she walks away they they do that a couple of times you don't need a whole scene with him chatting with Baxter because later on we see Baxter and they don't have the subtitles when he's talking to him it's just him like
0: not till later. No, anyway. but so we
1: don't need that whole scene of him meeting Baxter. We just need to see he has a dog, and he dresses him up, or his dog wears pajamas, or his dog, his dog is like his best friend. Um, there's a lot of that could, that could just go. This could easily be an hour and twenty-five, and and be a quicker, funnier comedy um, with with just some simple editing and trimming here and there.
0: Well, one oh, yeah. thing one thing that's an unfortunate candidate. Uh, for cutting is the is the rumble in the in the alley with the news teams because that is like, it's a really good scene. It's like, it's funny. It's out of nowhere. You're like, what the fuck is going on? There's this little secret society of news anchors who fights and lose, but it doesn't have anything to do with the story are no, moving it forward. So at, at the end of the day, you're like, ha, ha, ha. Okay, back to, oh, I forgot where we were. Now I'm back to that, which it's such a shitty thing when, when a, a big scene like that ends up like almost not belonging. It's not that it doesn't belong. It's just... There needed to be something else. I I had an idea when we were watching this, because at the end of the movie, when they fall into the bear cage, um, Wes Mantooth is there to pull Ron up the last bit and tell him he hates him, but goddamn he respects him. And, you know, that's all kind of funny. I guess that's the only tie back to things I thought it would have been great if the entire other news teams would have jumped in the Bear Kodiak thing and fought the Bears and won. <laughs> yeah. And then they all could have walked out being like, it's the code of the anchor, like no one else touches, like we can only hurt each other. Something like that would have would have played a bit more and then come back to that big fight as being something meaningful that these guys do on a regular basis. If you,
1: if you cut out, I mean, you could easily cut out anything with the other news teams and it wouldn't take away from the movie at all. They didn't. They didn't need adversaries but but you could also just cut back on it a little bit too and have some of it in the movie like i like the idea of them all getting together and uh showing up at that fight and saying uh-huh. who they are like we're the night news team we're the weekend news team we're the spanish news team i like that it was <laughs> funny but then i would yeah. cut when they are gonna fight i would cut to the scene, in, instead of showing the fight, I would cut to the scene in Ron's office where they're talking about what happened because yeah. I think that is funnier than the fight, the The conversation that goes on in Ron's office, and it's funnier that you didn't see it and they're just discussing Brick, um, throwing a Brick trident at a trident? man. Yeah.
0: yeah, that would be actually kind of <laughs> And talking about the riding of the
1: horses, that's almost funnier if you never saw it. It's less funny to see it and then have them talk about it again so, I would either get rid of the scene where they talk about it, or I would get rid of the fight. You don't need both. There's a lot of times too where he's explaining the joke. So many times the dialogue is like when Brick is saying, I love floor, I love desk, I love lamp. And then, what's his name, uh, Will Farrell goes, are you just looking at things and saying that you love them? He's clearly doing that, so why are you explaining the joke? And there's so many scenes where that happens. They do jokes, and then somebody explains the joke out loud. It's like, why are you doing that? Cut all of that I explaining. I think that's a
0: comedic. Th- that I think is that's a comedic joke. I know, but yeah. the scenes
1: go on too long. So show that. Show uh, him doing that. Like, agreed. does anyone in the audience not think that's funny and know what he's doing? Does Ron have to like point it out? And like, I
2: don't think he's explaining the joke. I think that his line is
0: part of the joke is what yeah. I'm, but saying. I'm just saying it doesn't need to be and it cuts the scene uh, down no, it and makes it shorter again, yeah yeah like you get like one of those in a movie for a little because it's funny if it happens once but you're right it happens a few a times lot. In this, yeah where they look and to. they see and then they'll be a better explain what brick just did and brick's like i like horses yeah brick any yeah. of those huh? jokes
1: are funny on their own without additional discussion of the jokes and uh and also it slows the pace down of the scenes and stuff i'm trying to think of some other examples There. are many um i love the stuff between i think the christina applegate will ferrell relationship works really well um for the most part i don't think there's a lot to cut there i love their first date i love him playing the flute the jazz flute jazz flute all of the scenes with, (laughs) with that um are really good and they fall in love and one of my favorite pieces of dialogue is that she said she wanted to be a news anchor someday. And uh, <laughs> and then she, when he's mad at her for doing it, he call, she calls him out and says, I told you that that was my ambition. He's like, I thought you were joking. I thought you were joking. I wrote, I wrote it down. down I laughed about it later. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a joke. I love that because <laughs> it's good characterization because he's so misogynistic. That he would never believe a woman could even become that, so she must have been making up making a joke. That's hilarious.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Even yeah, some of the
1: that... courting could have been cutted. Like some of the, like him lifting weights in his room, and everyone's trying to sleep with her and court her and stuff. Like the pants, I I would have cut the party in yeah, the but pants. But again, and... that's.
2: But no, I like that stuff. That's all like part of the thing, right? Is that he's like trying to bait her but then they'd like legitimately fall in love. No, I know, but
1: I would just cut the other guy's courting of her. You don't need it. Like, Ron ends up with her. Them hitting on her goes nowhere. So I would have sped up the movie by getting rid of them hitting on her, just having Ron do it, and then they go on the date.
0: Hmm. You know what I mean? You know, it's not that we spend... I I just
2: don't know at what point you just cut too many things from the thing, and then it stops. That's being that, memorable and funny and it just becomes like this regiment of moving from one joke to the next so that you can smooth like you, you remove some of the character of a film when you when you do like I agree with you cuts are important but at some point, you still want to have that character, that, that personality to the movie. But right? there's
1: so much with the other guys, like whether it's the there's panther, a ton, cologne. But I mean, like
2: them all courting her and stuff like that is all part of the dynamic. The
1: cologne would think, have to right? stay because the joke about how badly it smells works really well. And uh, and <sighs> the only and way. them spraying him down and stuff. But I'm just saying it'll be okay if one or two of them did it. But, like, you don't need all of them doing it. Or maybe even the phone calls from Champ and... That whole...
0: Champ and the him. The whole smelling... The, um, the whole smelling cologne thing. Like, it was funny, as they were saying, it was, like, smelt like a, a used diaper with Indian food in it. Like, that was chuckle, chuckle. Like but when that like last girl... Call, yeah, when she comes in, I laughed <laughs> yeah. really, really out loud. Yeah, that. she... That, so this that, movie that, has... This is funny. It's not It's not surprising that um, there's a comparison to be made with 40-year-old Virgin here because same, same people involved in that movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where in that movie, that went closer to two hours, way too long. Yes. And one of the bigger problems with that was all of the time we spent with the secondary characters being too much. They're fleshing out too many of the side guys um, with some of the stories. This doesn't do that, right? We get minimal time. You, all you really get with those guys on their own are the hittings that they do on Christina Applegate's character to kind of start winding up Ron to get there, so I, I think it's not the it's not my favorite shit in the movie, but I don't think it detracts from the movie overall. To 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 like bolster those characters a little bit more uh, on their own rather than in large groups. Yeah, and that's- their
2: texture is good because they're part of the the news crew, and it just, yeah, it'll, it those little bits of texture allow later things to be funny as they are right like those things can be little building blocks as well i I wouldn't get rid of them and we meet and we meet christina corningstone very quick in the movie so nine minutes i mean that's a. we segue into her her, she's the real important one anyways right her and ron i
1: I wouldn't get rid of all of it like i said i would leave in the panther cologne because i think that leads to a joke and then it leads to another joke later I think at the end, where a woman says something to him and he smiles, and about his cologne or whatever. But like the yeah, brick the one, end. the brick one, the party. The but again, one. if you take
2: out the fight scene, then you remove Owen Wilson losing his other arm.
1: I didn't like the arm thing. I I thought that him losing his arm both times is cheesy. I, I, there's something about that that cheesy fake arm with the with the bone in it and stuff. And then it, when he they rip off the other arm, I would just get rid of those jokes completely. Myself. I don't mind
2: the first one But the bear one to me wasn't necessary The bear one uh, Take it or leave it But I don't. I always am a big fan of
1: uh, You know uh, I, At least when Monty Python does it, They have the fake spraying uh, blood Like if there was spraying blood It might have been better Like really I fake thought, super sp- crazy spraying blood I would have preferred I, that I'm a fan of that also the plastic yeah. Yeah, arm, th- Which is I don't know It's more funny with fake blood
0: I thought it was um, Wilson's reaction that ruined it for me. Um, Luke Wilson's reaction, like, oh come on, like that. Yeah. The arm was fake enough, but then that his reaction is also cheesy on top. Put too much cheese on it. Yeah, I thought the yeah, arm I looking agree, really actually. fake. And him being like, "Oh no!" Like being actually terrified would have hit harder. And I yeah, just a just a scream, right? Ah! Yeah, and then cut quick, get away from him, and then you lose track. And then later, he's got the one arm; he's doing his thing. He's recovered. He loses the other. He's like, Oh ah! And oh fuck, no! I got again. it. He loses his arm, right? Yeah. And then it, he goes,
2: "Ah!" And then it cuts to to um, Owen Wilson going,
1: "Wow!" Or whatever he <laughs> says, right? <laughs> Wow. I kind of wow. do think like John yeah, said. You fucking nailed it, man. I kind of think like what John said if if you want to take out like if you want to save some time, you you'd probably unfortunately remove the whole fight. Uh, it's a, it's a detour. I don't mind
2: I don't mind taking the fight away. I'm just saying like cuz you're talking about tying the Sex Panther joke in. Oh yeah, yeah. And the Sex Panther <laughs> jokes <laughs> one that I'm like <laughs> I mean it's fine. It it's um that stuff to me feels like some of the easier jokes in the movie. And right? that's yeah.
1: why Bri- the whole Brick thing hitting on her. That was the only joke or the only scene with Brick where I didn't laugh. Because it's not that oh, funny. See, I like that. The party in my I pants. Like that. when are, he's messing and up the pants <laughs> He's just, I just, yeah. I just didn't laugh at that. So I was just like, I would just have cut uh, it. But because every see, time I, 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 I see Corel was... I laugh. But that's the only yeah. one where I was like, eh. Shit, that one's uh, cut.
0: I, <laughs> that joke fell one. flat until he asked the other guy if he wanted to go to the party. <laughs> then I was like, "No, that's cut." That's funny definitely now. improv for sure. <laughs> okay. That guy <laughs> said, "That would be funny." That guy your said, p- "Yes." A party in your pants. That would have been funny yes. if that guy would have said
1: yes. I would have even been funnier. <laughs>
0: yeah, there you go. Pushing it, pushing the limits. Baby, well, it was
1: the '70s, so
0: it was the '70s. And I'm Ron Burgundy. And I'm Ron um, Burgundy? Yeah. The <laughs> That's a good setup. I did like... To, I did like... Yeah, it was. the how fuck they, you, they, they, San Diego. they definitely work the fuck you, San Diego. He'll read anything on the teleprompter joke. And it, they do that well. Um, yeah. It's a good setup. It's easy. It's light. Which I like. Um, another thing I was just going to mention that I really liked was, um, you know characters and redeeming qualities and all that stuff don't really have a huge part in this movie this is a straight straight huge comedy yeah um what i think though is really um was really good was when christine applegate uh, gets gets him fired writes on the teleprompter right after he's fired and he's being like taken away and the mob is outside she runs out and like says i'm sorry like she knows she stepped too far in that moment and i thought that that was really great of them to do for the movie because it makes her character like a bit redeemed. You don't hate her after that.
2: I found even in the moment she looks remorseful. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, she, as soon never, as he said she it.
0: never takes pleasure in it
2: ever. Yeah, And I no. think that that's, that's fucking awesome for her character It is being sympathetic and for us coming back around to her. Right. The only yep. problem yep. She's treated is
1: that. I guess she phones him. No. Does she phone him? And then he's like, who is this? Yeah, she phones him. So she does reach out, but then she doesn't say she anything. She doesn't even talk? No, and then yeah. she just goes on to being a super popular anchor. So I don't know if if I, how I feel. She does apologize. She feels guilty. But then she kind of just smoothly moves on with her career. <laughs> so I don't well, know. Well, what are
0: you going to do? What's done is done. She's not going to give up her career. I guess. Minute, but...
1: I guess maybe. No, it's fine. It's fine. It, it's a comedy. It works.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's, it's okay. Um, she does reach yeah, out. Because I mean, he treated her like hot garbage mm-hmm, that's right, true. in general. Yeah. And then they had a fucking fight, which was crazy. Yeah, physical. very <laughs> physical, <laughs> physical fight. <battle.
1: laughs>
0: in the office, I love how ass.
1: neither of them get fired. And I also love how his team is holding everyone back saying, just they're just talking. <laughs> Let them work it <laughs> out. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, let him work it
1: out. And they're like physically I mean, beating the shit out of each other and macing each other in the face. It's hilarious.
2: They are a real gang, the news crew. Oh yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. They're like quite. Fine. Champ has uh, some some <laughs> interesting feelings towards uh, Steve. Oh, uh, when they run Farrell. in when
0: they run into Ron on the street and he's in a beer and he's like, guys, and, and uh, Paul Rudd's making the move along, but Champ's like, run, run. <laughs>
1: Well, uh, when he talks about moving in with them um, and stuff, that was all really funny. Yeah, he's he's gay, right? Yeah, I think. Or so. oh, he's gay for Seems Ron, like anyway.
2: It. Seems like it. I mean, who's not gay for Ron? But. Whammy! That's fair.
0: Whammy! Um, the, like besides, the bit stuff. Um, like the, it not not as skitty as we thought because it does follow story, but there's still like skits, and each scene is kind of funny on its own. Um, like. St- Structure and editing. While this movie does seem a little draggy at times, even for the short runtime, I wouldn't say that it's it's like poor structure or anything like that. Um, I think it follows like it's easy to follow and 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 be brought along all the way through, except for like this like some of the speed bumps that that we've talked other about. I don't than maybe, think there's anything I think, derailing. Other, the other
1: than maybe the fight scene. Yeah, I think you're right. It's fine. It it the uh, structure is good. Like the. The midway point would be uh, when uh, when she she makes him say, fuck you, San Diego, or whatever. And then his life takes a downturn in here. Yep. Yeah, no, it, it 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 flows pretty well, the structure in it. And uh, not- I, I do want I do like I want them to I want him to get his job back. And I do I do want him to be successful when he's in his his downturn and.
0: It's all he can do. It's the only thing he's made to do. He's lost I just hope everything. he becomes less of a sexist pig, maybe in the future. But he—I want him to have his job back. Everybody was happy when he was anchor.
1: I love when Everybody she loved I, him. I love when they were they were taking shots at each other, and then she said something about his hair, and that's what sets him off to start the physical yeah. altercation. Is she? She s- says his hair looks ridiculous, or something like that, and he's like. <laughs> And he attacks yeah, her physically, so he he's the first one who throws blows. Shockingly, oh, yeah.
2: well, the hair though is is um that's that's uh below the belt. I know it was so. They even funny. talk about that the face and hair are are specifically uh outlined in the fight scene to be the one exemption
1: that cannot be touched. Yes, yeah,
2: no face, no hair. You can stab a guy with a trident
0: through the chest. Yep, but do not. Fuck with his looks. It's true. Yeah, the only That's like the only rule of Fight Club. The only rule of yeah. Trident Club is <laughs> don't talk about my hair. Well, Everything dude, else, there's he's no rules. That's fucking all.
1: I also, some of the fighting looks really good. They did a good job. So I think the reason the fighting goes over between a man and a woman okay is because she's mostly winning. Like Ron yep. pretty much just takes a beating. Uh, she throws a gigantic typewriter at him. And, like, oh, yeah. really nails him with it. She whips him with a TV antenna. She sprays mace in his face. Um, I love how he sprays it in his own face when he's trying to get her. Um, yeah, very funny fight scene. I thought, good good physical comedy.
0: It goes to show that later on, uh, when they get into another anchor brawl, that Veronica will be a valuable member of the team. Start kicking ass. Oh, that's typewriters true. And yeah, she can, she can... Uh,
1: she can see the scene? best
0: of them. That's how the movie yeah. should end. I like the sex yeah.
1: scene too, where yeah. they <coughs> where they go on to have sex on the rainbow and they're riding unicorns, and he takes her to Pleasure Town.
0: That oh. that works. That <laughs> was funny. I freaking
2: love you. <laughs> yeah,
0: I freaking love he's, you. Too. I mean, she doesn't doubt it either. He's good, right? He's he's got some. He's had some trips around the block with the ladies, dude. Veronica had so many mustache rides that night. Oh my god! Oh for sure, Ron delivers. And Veronica delivers, too, because she's like, let's keep it secret.
2: Veronica and I had sex and we He we're says alive! it on the air.
0: <laughs> and he says yeah. it, like, in the office with the door open. He yells it at the top of his lungs. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh, that's true. The way I do like as much of, um, you know, the scenes where he's fumbling around here, some of those go on a bit. I do like that consistency until they hook up that he cannot function as a man around her, he just says odd things and embarrasses himself. He's so smitten with her. I, it is funny um, when he goes on about his mahogany and leather and, and he just can't can't seem to string sentences together in her presence. And she's like, oh, who the, hasn't oh. felt like that, though, too? It's right? so true. Yeah, yeah very so it's very
1: relatable. And uh, I mean, I, it's also like the, the misogynistic tone of the movie with all of the men at the office, the way they treat uh, Corningstone and and the other women, and then the other women start to uh, see how she acts, and then they start to take a cue from her, and they're more assertive about them not liking what the men are saying. I think there's good themes in this movie that, uh, for a comedy that really work and land, so that's good.
0: Yeah, it uses the 70s period of, you know... Um Misogyny. I don't know. And don't smoking. Everyone smokes everywhere.
1: And everyone drinks. <laughs>
0: Everyone's drinking like, everywhere. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely I, happening.
1: All that works and still funny.
0: It, it's like you couldn't. This movie is like in the perfect time period for what it's meant to be doing. It uses all the tropes of the 70s as good humor in this movie in ways that I don't find old <clears throat> or dated or outplayed. It's, like, it's all good. I like Scotch. scotch the scotch, wardrobe
1: scotch. is great and the, the <clears throat> sets are really fun. His his house, is, that furniture. And yeah, it's like, uh, it's fun to go back into that period of time too, the way they do it with the comedy. I, w-
0: I might, just thinking about it now, I might like to have seen what we saw at the opening in the credits as the final credits, like after the team is back together and everyone's happy, then just show them like behind the scenes as a happy team. I like Scotch. Oh, I like Scotch too. Nom, 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 nom. That might have been good. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe not. I but like the way it not. ends.
1: I like the way they wrap it up. No, they it's, wrap it up it, nice it, and fine. quick and tight. And Everyone's everybody I like how Brick story Brick is uh, now a top advisor for the George Bush <laughs> White House. That oh, yeah. was a really funny joke. That was a great wrap. If this up movie for Brick. was
2: just made, it would be the Trump administration.
1: Yeah. Well yeah. it is
0: uh, it is uh, what's his name? McKay, who loves loves his political satire. I can't remember what happened to Champ now. It. I'll have to
1: go back and look again. I can't remember.
0: Champ. Um, Something happened with him.
1: Here. I can't remember what happened uh, with
0: Paul either. So Burgundy and Corningstone reconcile. Uh, Fantana becomes the host of a Fox reality show named Intercourse Island. Right. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> he,
1: right. He would be so good at that too.
0: Brick is yeah, married with 11 children and is a top advisor to George Bush. Uh, Champ is a commentator for the NFL before getting fired and being accused by Terry Bradshaw of sexual harassment.
1: There you go. That's right. That's great, too. Terry <laughs> okay, Bradshaw, and then, uh,
0: call out. Burgundy and Corningstone go to a bigger news thing and have the, you stay classy, planet Earth. Go fuck yourself. <laughs>
1: go fuck yourself, planet Earth.
0: Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, so like well. <clears throat> look and feel of the film also music like all that stuff is is pretty much on point for this fleek.
1: Yeah, I think Agree. I think after I watched it, I wasn't sure if it ha- holds up for me or not. How do you like uh, how do you guys feel about it, it now? Are we it, ready to I, do like, that? I think, yeah, yeah this cool. is
0: kind of a shorter movie. I'm ready to jump into a, a, a quicker review because I was just, just like looking through the synopsis again. Like, what else is there to talk about? You start breaking down individual jokes, but that's not going to serve anybody very well. Well, um, we've already done <coughs> that. Yeah, I think, I think like, we have, yeah. <coughs> excuse me. I think um, even after we watch this movie, the first thing I said, when we watch these folks, you gotta you got to realize we don't like to get into it right when it's done of what what happens we like it all to be a kind of organic find out what we all think when we get here now, sometimes there are certain ones of us who can't seem to hold back their feelings so we know exactly what they think. Colin! <laughs> uh, but yeah, And that, happens, that, that actually it's happens it's with it's Brett true. and me, too. It is very so true. <laughs> <laughs> there, are, there are times when it happens to Brett and to me, too. But Colin is the most palpable in terms of knowing. Um, but after this it's movie ended, I just turned to the guys and I said, you know what? That wasn't as skitty as I thought it was going to be. So I enjoyed it more than I thought it w- I would. Um And when I look at this as a whole picture now to have had a couple of days to look back and reflect on it, and I think of the chuckles that I got as it went through, it's overall runtime measured against some of the, you know, scenes run a little bit too long, um, but none of it spoils it. There's nothing in here that's offensively bad, too drawn out, too stupid, too not tied together. It's just, it's not, it's actually quite, quite fine. Um, And I'm not sure I, we're gonna have to get back into another Will Ferrell month. To the boys are really dying to do Step Brothers, as you know. And we got Talladega Nights. We got the figure skating one. There's other ones too that we can into. Yeah, oh, of Glory. I fucking love <laughs> Blades of Glory, man. <laughs> those, yeah, like,
1: all of those would be great to do.
0: This isn't maybe my favorite Will Ferrell movie anymore, because uh, it might have been at one point. Just because this is one of the first and biggest of his of his um, uh, career after after Saturday Night Live. But I'm going to say this movie definitely holds up. Um, there's nothing wrong with this movie that that makes it fall apart. Like, c- could you tighten the screws? Absolutely. And maybe get a funnier movie. Replace one or two things or tie things together. Just small rewrites. But, but what we get here is totally fine. And at 90 minutes, I would absolutely recommend this movie to watch um, if people have not seen it. Because there's some really funny stuff, especially if you've like missed this era of, of Adam McKay's early comedies that, that are kind of silly and slapstick like this one. So yeah. I think it holds up, and I'm proud to endorse it with my uh, octagon. Hold up, man. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, you know <laughs> what I'm saying.
2: The octagon is a hilarious <laughs> name for a penis. Like, <laughs> when he says, of course I named my penis, and he goes to say the name, I mean, my instinct is to be ready to be let down because that joke is so <laughs> typical right and you're expecting something big predictable the octagon or. or the octagon is just the last thing you would ever guess and then it brings up
1: imagery yeah
2: the shape of uh yeah geometric cock it's a would love that anyway yep. sorry uh you or me colin I'll, I'll you're going go. right? keep on
0: well, I'll, oh Colin's, all right well th-
1: yeah i'll just quickly go so i think uh this is not a Humpty Dumpty, um, which is what we call something that would have needed rewriting and reshooting. Instead uh, it's of a editing, you can't
0: put it back together again. Yeah,
1: with just editing, you couldn't fix it. And I, so I think this is a movie that, that could be made better just with simple edits. You wouldn't need to reshoot anything. You wouldn't need to rewrite anything. I think it's all there. Um, they ha- even have an extended version of this that I would never watch, But uh, and they made it longer. But thank God we didn't watch that one. We
0: almost did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we almost and so did. we've
1: done that before and it really it's really hard to to watch that How and often
2: has a re-release improved a fucking movie yeah. never
1: but so it's not a humpty dumpty I would say like once again you could shave nine minutes off this movie and make it even better but as it stands there's a story here it makes sense um it has a good conclusion everything works. Um, it's not just jokes but there but there is a real story. So I think it holds up. It's uh, it's still a good movie. Um, right on. A lot of things I would I would cut or take away or change, but as it sits, yeah, no, it holds up.
0: Nice man. I was wor- I was wondering what you were going. It was say. close.
1: Said like there's, once again, you can't. Yeah, no. There's things that I would miss if they were gone because I've seen them and I enjoy them, like the fight or, um, some of the other things I was saying you could cut, but. No, it holds up. Right on. Blentos.
2: I was on the fence a little bit. Um, yeah, I was too. This movie's just never been my favorite, to tell you the truth. I and I know people love it, and I wanted to <clears throat> to love it too. I enjoy it, um, and it is funny, and it's got funny stuff. And for some reason, it gives me and it might be the '70s and it might be the dress and stuff, but it gives me a very boogie nights. Esque feel yeah um and so it really makes me crave um the boogie nights type adult content perhaps with this type of humor right i think uh i think that would be excellent to masturbate to but i think that this movie holds up i'll say that and that's all
1: yeah 20 years (laughs) later i think it still it still works um because it's short if you fucking
2: made this 10 minutes longer i think it ruins it it it's um at 95 is it
1: yeah 94 close enough yeah
2: yeah
1: that's with credits Um, too i think you know that's good
2: yeah i think that's that could be even cut down a little more i say again i don't know why you can't make a movie that's an hour and 15 um
1: Yeah, I I mean, I I bet you I would have been happy. I would have slashed nine. They made them in
2: the back in the day. What fucking movie was an hour and 15? Was it one of those Mel Brooks or something like that? Hot Rod
1: is an hour and 25 or something. And I think that this movie is short, isn't it? Yeah, best in show is like, I think it's under 90, like 89 or you could easily make this movie 85 minutes and it would be uh, it would be even better. It would be faster. The jokes would land quick, better, um, just a faster pace.
2: I think and I think the cuts are easy and obvious. So easy. Like, uh, yeah, like the fight and then the beginning shit. Voiceover, yeah. Like right there you have you probably have a couple minutes, right?
1: Yeah, just taking out the voiceover throughout the movie would be 2 or 3 minutes of cutting. And you once again it's yeah. unnecessary mm-hmm. and it's not funny the voiceover the narration, so I keep we it could, in. Y-
0: yeah, you couldn't cut Veronica's voiceover, but you could take the voiceover no, out we, while we just see her walking away. You could cut her. Because like it's visual. You could I cut, guess you could, you yeah. You could
1: totally cut it because it's the look on her face when she gets to the bottom and looks around at the newsroom like, oh boy, here we go again. And that's what all the narrator said. So you don't you don't need it. You can still show her doing that.
2: Yeah, she just walks in, looks around, gets the typical feel, big exhale. Yeah, mm-hmm. she,
1: she pulls it off. Um, just with her acting.
2: Oh, yeah. Christina Applegate's fucking more than capable. Who, by the way, I fucking love and have loved since Married with Yeah, me time. too. Like, yeah, I've had a when huge When I was crush her a kid, her. man, yeah. yep. everyone else was talking about that fucking stupid one from whatever uh, popular TV, Candace Cameron, not Candace oh, Cameron, yeah, whoever else. Whatever. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Was, yeah, man, oh my God. I, always a Christina Applegate.
0: That's Give the one. Me, the apple. I was just looking at the extended version. It's three minutes twenty five seconds longer runtime, and most of it is adding on to jokes that exist. Like where he says "rich mahogany leather ran books," then there's another one after that where he keeps going on about how awesome he okay. is, and there's just extra scenes and meetings and uh, another scene where he goes back to the restaurant and uh, they instead of where the, he played jazz flute and they make him eat cat shit and he eats it. <clears throat>
2: nice. Yes, nice. cut,
0: cut, cut, cut that shit out.
2: Cut it out. A lot of this stuff um, gets indulgent in, in comedies it, very It quickly. totally does.
0: Yeah, it totally does. Um, the only potentially funny line that was cut was when she's saying she's sorry after Ron's being dragged away by the mob, and he's like, are you happy? And she says it was cut, but she says it was supposed to be a joke. I mean, it's still kind of funny, but it's not. <sighs> that would have been okay, but anyway... <laughs> All right, folks, we've got some more movies coming up in June. uh, Ooh, they're war-ish movies. Battle scenes. They are, yeah. Um, And, yes, 300. Mm -hmm. We'll start off. Uh, an old one that I've wanted to do for uh, quite a while and I haven't seen, maybe in the longest of times, can't remember. Uh, but it's got Obi Wan Kenobi, The Bridge on the River Kwai, Enemy at the Gates, Seven Samurai. Dun dun dun. Oh.
2: My lady will not be enjoying this month of movies with us.
0: doesn't sound like it, no. (laughs) does not
2: sound like it. Look, uh, I did not realize we were moving into this heavy month. Well, that's good. I like war stuff, so
1: I'm not going to be sad.
0: We got a couple of interesting ones, especially Seven Samurai at the end of the month. uh, Kurosawa, uh, not seen it, heard lots. I've never seen it, to be honest
1: with you either, so I'm glad that we're going to get to look at it.
0: Yeah. It's the bridge over the river Kwai? Yeah. That's supposed to I've be. Never seen it. Yeah, that's got uh, what's his name who played Obi Wan Kenobi uh, and a couple other faces. You and uh, Alec Guinness, not yeah. Ewan McGregor. Alec Guinness, yeah. I'm surprised um, Alec we don't. Guinness, um, Sir Alec Guinness, original, actually, he original. was knighted.
1: <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> yeah,
2: of course that movie's old. Uh, yes, uh, fucking I guess that or the deer hunter those things feel the same to me are we watching deer hunter?
0: deer hunter is that in the list not next month but oh can god stick that in
1: that's uh, the, the movie that has the uh, insane uh, Russian roulette scene that's where right, they're yeah. forced to we'll play Russian roulette when they're it. when they're they're being imprisoned in the war that's yeah, the one they
2: make fun of hilariously and it's always sunny when they do the freedom episode <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's right and they, they tell Frank he can do whatever he wants as long as he does it in the basement and he has all his Vietnamese friends. That's right. <laughs> it's, it's his
0: gun. That's so funny. Yeah. Oh, my God. Right on. Well, big movies coming up. Um, 300 should be an interesting one for next week. Don't know if that's going to hold up or not. Certainly flashy. Got lots of good one-liners in it, but will it hold together? We'll find out. Folks, it has been an absolute pleasure doing Will Farrell Month. We will revisit Mr. Farrell's large library of comedic movies. That's what we do, and we'll keep on doing it. So thanks for joining us for this one. We'll see you in the next one. And until then, folks, as always, enjoy your shit.